Michael Danforth. Yay. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. It's good to be here. And um, happy uh, twenty happy twenty twenty. Yeah. Wow. I got I got We're the, already in. I got the book, Twenty Twenty oh. and Beyond. Yeah, launching bad. Come on, man. <laughs> and this week was was a big week. Yeah. Oh, uh, President Trump got acquitted. Yeah, that's amazing. And that wasn't a surprise. That no. wasn't a surprise right. to you. Yeah, right. Because you actually you wrote about you wrote about this. Yeah. You wrote about the whole impeachment thing yeah. and the acquittal. Yeah. And um, yeah. So what did you think this week? You know, when, when, when you saw, you know, not guilty, acquitted. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought it just played out right in sync with, you know, what we were thinking, what I felt God was saying that one, the whole thing would, would be a launching pad. And, uh, and I spoke about that, not only in the book, but, uh, for a while now that even before it began that it would be a launching pad in the sense of launching this nation even higher uh, you know be a launching pad for Trump and it was interesting through this process as they got to the end of it toward the acquittal moment they were saying oh wow his polling is now higher you know than it's ever been Isn't that amazing 40, yeah. 49% according to the Gallup poll yeah yeah so you know I was just like yep there you are and I, I likened that to how, you know, that spirit of impeachment can make people feel like um, that their destiny, their purpose is being impeached, right? That they're in that conflict because it can create an atmosphere. And I think the atmosphere was pretty intense. I mean, in, in the United States, when they were at that acquittal moment, kind of this like, you know, you could feel the weight because it, I felt it was the weight of that judgment, you know, like, here we go. But yet, if we were looking at it as, yeah, you know, this is it. This is the end. So interesting, huh? Like the spirit of impeachment, like, because it's, it's interesting, the tie, like the, 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 I don't know what you call it, some sort of weird kind of soul attachment between yeah. what takes place in Washington, D.C. And then what takes place within our own kind of emotional yeah. Uh, yeah. state of being. And so yeah. like when, when, as we've been going I don't know how long it's been since this impeachment thing's been going on about six, well it started eight or something started november of last year oh did it really 2019 wow so a year yeah that we've been in this yeah and and what do you think like because you hit on that a little bit but what do you think that does to just the you know just to kind of the default kind of soul framework and i don't yeah. know if this is a good word yeah. choice or not but yeah. the kind of the default soul framework of how of how we're reacting to that subconsciously without, yeah, without yeah. even realizing it. Yeah, and I think that's the key. I think a lot of people aren't aware that it is atmospheric and the and because of the divisiveness, you know, the whole bitterness, the, the division, all of that stuff going on. So it does cast and invite creates a, a spiritual environment. People are impacted in that. And I think that's why in any of those situations, whether it's national 
personal, whatever, we have to learn to rise above it. Because if not, then we're constantly living under, because that's a perception, right? That's an action. So we live under it and, we, and it puts you in survival mode. Oh, I gotta, but if you rise above it, then you're not breathing that air, so to speak. You're acclimating yourself to your enthronement in God, seated in heavenly places, and seeing it from the Father's heart and getting a true perspective of oh, that's it. That's so good. That's so good. And then the um, the state of the this was a big week, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, we had started the week off with the Super Bowl. <laughs> I want to dive into that too. So yeah, the Super Bowl. You have the State of the Union. Then you have the acquittal. All in one, I mean, I feel like 2020, I feel like we're just, I think we're yeah. off to like such a bang yeah. here. I mean, this yeah. is going to be a wild year. It's going to be a wild decade. Yeah. But like, so with the State of the Union, watching that whole thing kind of go down, I mean, even from like, I don't like watching him walking, walk into the room, it was different. <laughs> it like, was it, different. It, it wasn't like looking at a president. It was like looking at Batman come up. Like he was just like, he was like, just, you know, people were like, he kind of had a smile, but like not really. It was like, this is about to go down, you know? And then right. like, now Nancy Pelosi goes to shake his hand. He's just like, I, I yeah, yeah, not today, Nancy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you think? Like, well, like, what were your thoughts when you're watching just the State of the Union and that whole kind of epic address? It was so over the top. Yeah, you know, this sounds odd, but I was reminded of, of a first book that I wrote called Evolution of the Kind, and the whole book was based on the future in the sense of the negative things that would rise up, but they would actually become backdrops mm. of glory. They would highlight it. So I felt all of the tension, all of the things that were going on, like the anti-trep, actually served as a background that even highlighted, you know, like it was intended to interfere or, you know, somehow diminish what he was going to say or do. And I just thought it's just highlighting. It's just, you know, making it more pronounced. And I think it just became even more obvious. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. It was so crazy. Did you see the, um, did you see, uh, the picture of Trump's speech? that Nancy was was holding and, and that it was pre-ripped. Oh yeah, Did you I, I see saw that? that where evidently when he, he was uh, you know recognizing different people, she was behind the scenes <laughs> making little tears or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, oh you know how funny that would have been if she went to rip his speech right. and she couldn't rip it. <laughs> right. She's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. right. We'd yeah. be like, that's prophetic. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you can do it, Nancy. <laughs> like premeditated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, premeditation, the sentence higher. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, and, then, and then the Super Bowl, like yeah. we're working backwards. We're just like going backwards yeah, in time right, right now. But then the Super Bowl. So that was a big thing in regards to uh, Sean Bulls. Who gets onto his onto social media, and basically quotes from Bob, several yeah. different instances where Bob said to yes. him personally about when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, yeah. that, that would be like the start of revival. Would be start of these. This is my take on it. Like yeah. like these almost hidden apostolic chiefs would almost yeah. come, like that, that. That's me reading into it because it was yeah. almost like it was going to be like the uprising of these of these apostle of these unknown apostle kind of yeah. 
And so I like, so there was a lot there. Everybody kind of like people are seeing that it's the start of revival, but there was like the second part of it as yeah. well. Yeah. That yeah. was very intriguing in its language, yeah. almost like these unknown cave apostles or something. We're going to yeah, yeah. begin to, yeah. um, and then of course watching the game and then everybody just thinking of that word and what happened. It was just a, a trip of a, of a game. But what's your take on, on this whole thing of like the Super Bowl and how it's like the technology of that in the spirit and how that's wired to what's taking place within the kingdom and a natural right. event that would that would trigger off an epoch perhaps for the kingdom of God and a new era of apostles and awakening. Yeah. Well, you know, it reminds me, and you probably saw this, where uh, they uh, Bob Jones had a clip where he did like a hundred year prophecy mm. and he went down the trail right and started like at 1940 and or somewhere back there and just worked his way all the way up to uh 2040 or something like that and i noticed that as he was going through that and saying oh uh you know this will be a time of you know the prophetic coming through in the 1980s and you'll see that and he kept going and and he got to 2020 and he was saying oh this is going to be the rest you know we're going to enter into the rest mm -hmm. which i didn't know that when i wrote the book right that wow. he actually because i have a chapter the 2020 right. the, the age of peace and rest wow but when i was listening to it i was like okay so we've been seeing some of that all the way through at different eight periods right so i realized what he's indicating is a level of maturity where it becomes more visible so even when i hear about the That's kansas city chiefs right so it's not like we haven't seen the apostolic rising up but i think there is a maturity of it that becomes visible and so some of that could be what you described maybe like the hidden ones they rise up apostolically which we're seeing different people uh you know do that like they're just kind of been there but they've been out you know not in the public eye and they're rising up and expressing mm. but i think probably the key is too is the chief uh the chiefs and to me when i was hearing that i was thinking of justice yeah right. and and it reminded me when we were just talking about uh, the acquittal thing with trump is that they during that acquittal they gave uh justice chief justice john roberts a golden gavel Wow. And wow. I, and which that registered in my spirit because wow. I've been saying for a while that this is the golden age and it's, it will be an age of, of justice, of peace, of rest, you know, all wisdom, understanding. And so when they did that, I was like there and then chief justice. And I thought, oh, Kansas City Chiefs, that all ties in. Right. And so yeah. I just, yeah, I just thought it was, and revival. So my point is, so revival yeah at a higher level you know than we've been seeing right so i think again it's more like epicenters that we're coming to not just like oh yeah you know uh, revival starting no it's it's going to be a different level absolutely yeah well don't you think that so many times people hear the word revival they immediately think of church meetings yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. What is so more true. than that? Like it is, it is, it is. In fact, <laughs> in the class uh, that your students last night, I I was talking about how you know we're coming into an age where 
the you know almost like sometimes you know how the church wants to feel like it's in control of everything yep you know like the institution yeah and like it all and so when it begins to move out they get a little bit nervous yeah and i believe 2020 is really going to mark that reality of you know jesus says i know of a church that you don't know of right wow right and that's what's rising up right and i think the stadium thing that's coming into play more and more where you see people coming into stadiums and you know releasing you know just the kingdom of god that is just the beginning of a bigger picture of how it's going to rise up in cities and states not just like an event but it's really good like iran you know they don't have the walls to contain it it's just rising up everywhere and it's like an ocean of water and they just like wow and so it's just yeah it's and i i think believe that's what we're coming into yeah amen yeah i was chatting with charlie champ who just got back from uh saudi arabia and Mm. uh um bahrain Mm. and he was saying that you know like the intensity of the islamic kind of scene there right like it's like like in some places in some some of the kind of muslim countries during the times of prayer you'll hear the the loud call to prayer going out over the city mm-hmm. but that that that's kind of all you hear you just hear mm-hmm. the oh, right. you know and then but he said uh there in saudi arabia it's like you hear hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of voices it's like and everything shuts down and mm-hmm. everybody prays right yeah. yeah but he said like even in 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 that kind of in the intensity of that state in that spiritual climate there are starbucks popping up everywhere like just Starbucks, <laughs> McDonald's, everywhere, and uh, and he says, and um, and there is this um, sense, especially in the in the younger generation, that we are done with the control and the you know like and the mind control and just this whole yeah. we're, we're yeah. done we're done with yeah. this with this way of thinking yeah. we're done with yeah. and um, and that is. That's the spirit of awakening. Yeah, there's it is. like this. Yeah. It's not just. I don't think yeah. it's just capitalism yeah. or our Westernism, like an MTV kind of penetrating yeah. the scene. Yeah. But I think there is this sense that, like that, I, that humanity was born to be free. Yeah, you yeah. Know, under yeah. under a God, and that and that a true God should not be a God that is, um, bringing us into some sort of emotional or mental slavery. Right. Right. Yeah. When I hear those things too, I'm all about. You know being co-creators with god yeah come on and so i you know i've always felt for a long time that the our our interpretation of the prophetic realm is being redefined Mm. in other words taking it out of a limited form and making it more sonship more co-creating with god so we don't just predict outcomes but we create them so when i hear that i'm i'm getting a sense that we're actually creating this motion of the kingdom of God, Mm -hmm. these things rising up, right, in a a very powerful way. And so that really, it it excites me to, I I was just sharing with with the class uh, last night that creating future outcomes to me has become more easier than anything I've ever done. Wow, wow. And because it's like, I don't feel, even though there's conflict, I don't feel like I'm, and near the conflict that I used to be. And I think it's because you begin to realize, wait a minute, I I am in Christ and He is in me. We are in the Father. And we got this. Right? Like like it's more of um uh 
I don't know, just more of a confidence. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking of the language of Paul, you know, I'm more than confident that he is able, you know, and I think we're coming into that that uh, revelation and it's it's a game changer all the way around just really yeah yeah amen amen all right now uh beyond 2020 we're gonna put the link for this in the show notes because everybody because i want to dive into some of this stuff okay and so if you're watching this thing you're gonna want to go to the show notes and get uh beyond 2020 (laughs) um Cause there's some awesome stuff in here you know before we actually dive into that um michael you're one of the most positive prophets i've ever <laughs> i've ever met i can't i can't believe it i mean you're you're writing about stuff and you're you're genuinely excited about stuff that most prophets are freaking out about right now <laughs> I, I want to ask you are you concerned about anything right now like like is there anything that's taking place right now where you're like Wow, we better we better keep a, we better keep track of that because yeah. I'm, I'm kind of concerned yeah, about that. I know, you know, <laughs> that's what's so crazy. When I, what I just, kind of water do you drink? Uh, yeah. Or pill, you know, vitamins you take? I just came out of out of South Korea, right, and was doing some meetings there, and they're concerned. You know, the President Moon stuff. Oh, he's got a little bit of a socialistic flavor mm-hmm. to him, mm-hmm. and this and that. But when I went there. The Lord starts speaking to me, kind of like here in the States, you'll never go back again to what used to be, right? Wow. So I latch on to that, and I'm like, yeah, that's the kingdom of God, you know? And so I went over there, and all of a sudden, I'm prophetically speaking, you will never be a socialistic nation. Wow. It will never happen. Wow. And so I'm leaning into this, right? And just and declaring the intent and desire of God for those people. When I was there before, their economy was trying, starting to wane, mm-hmm. and I said, no. No, you're on a reset and you're gonna like rise up. Wow. So the people that I associate with, they're business people, they're this whole stream, right? But you could feel the energy like all of a sudden they're rising up and they started celebrating. And I really lean into this understand I think this is the key. Mm-hmm. We've got into such a uh we're always praying for a breakthrough. <laughs> Right, right, <laughs> and Come we on. need to start celebrating the breakthrough that has already been given good to us. Word. Good right? word, good and word, good word. And so I've been. I, I think I speak about it in the book, but we're entering into a celebrative time. And so even you know Trump, all of his all of his rallies, they're all about celebrations, and they're getting more celebrative because of the future. Right? They're just like, yes, this is awesome. Yes, we're increasing. And in the meantime, you've got this whole sector of other people. Yeah, it ain't gonna last. Oh, yeah, well, you know, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a conditioning, and unfortunately, a lot of times in the church, right? They that's just true. we get conditioned. We don't think something good is lasting and so you know get it while you can because it's subject to change and i think that is a revelation we don't realize the authority we really have that's so good right to change circumstances to change so i look at things that are the opposite and say okay father what do you think about this what's your intent what's your desire and i jump on it because He's like, okay, let's create this. Let's go, you know, and I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And, you know, it's just, I'm telling you, it's happening again and again and again where literally it's a, it's an override. 
that this is lit, literally, I believe the prophetic realm was always designed not to announce just future things, but to override all the works of the enemy. Wow. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that the works of the enemy might be destroyed. Wow. Why would we... Why would we pronounce them and, and highlight them as if, you know, here it comes, the crashing wave, r- rather than stand up? Oh, no, that's another thing that's coming under our feet. Wow. You know, thank you for pointing that out. But this is how God sees it, and this is his intent and his desire. That's amazing. That's amazing. What you were saying about celebrating the breakthrough, yeah. right? Instead of always just being like, yeah, like, please, yeah. <laughs> but not really celebrating the breakthrough. Right, yeah. We were yeah. just having a conversation yesterday with a pastor in the, in the, in the area, and in, in the conversation that he was talking through was the whole thing of, you know, in the beginning when God begins creating, you know, he always creates, and then he always like steps back, he acknowledges. The breakthrough and then yeah. he affirms it it is good and that's almost like you know we read that in such a monotone it is good you know <laughs> like it is good like this right. like just super sober god yeah. like that just doesn't really enjoy anything you know <laughs> right. but like really when we think about it is good like like what's that really say i, I yeah. imagine that was a, a moment of tremendous uh celebration within the trinity yeah this yeah. incredible yeah. glorious thing that just took place and yeah there, and there, there was light yeah and it is good and like yeah. and so i was thinking of that when you're talking about this place of really like you know instead it, we just move on to the next negative thing it's yeah. like when we get a breakthrough and and positivity occurs our brains are almost like programmed like yeah but like the eeyore <laughs> paradigm yeah, yeah. where we just go right back into the yeah but it's still raining you yeah know, right like, yeah, yeah 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 um yeah. so i think that is so good like yeah. just that place of really celebrating celebrating the breakthrough and when it comes to this thing of like like the positive and the negative um when it comes to media negative tends to dominate the headlines like yeah. like in fear-based stuff tends yeah. to dominate the headlines and that's one of the things that you talk about in beyond 2020 you uh you you see a a revolutionary paradigm change a shift coming into the media yeah where where uh where bad news will no longer sell that's and right it's really going to be the good news the good news yeah that's something would you be willing to speak in it of course media is something i'm super passionate about and curious about would you be willing to, to break that down a little bit more and share about some of the things that you're seeing that you believe are going to take place within media where it's going to be a major shift yeah so i think all of this points to something really important we look at the news the negative of it right we mm-hmm. realize that it's government you know it's now labeled false news all the stuff that happens right. Right? right and so it it has created a presence in the land for the purpose of influence so it influence how people see you know, how they act all this stuff right so if we look at that and again i'm like okay god how what's your desire well i'm about good i'm the good news right yeah and so uh, that's when i begin to realize oh this is dying down it looks wow. like it's bigger than life but it's actually going to uh it's going to die down why because the glory of god is increasing and as the glory of God increases, all the things that are the opposite get overridden. They, they start getting impacted. So right now we're seeing these influence, worldwide influences that, were, that have been, in, you know, just mind, you know, controlling people in many ways, right? Because totally. they, just, they just yield to it. Totally. So now we're seeing the air being knocked out of it. 
And I believe it's because of the knowledge of the Lord increasing. Therefore, wisdom is increasing. Discernment is increasing. The things that people couldn't see before, they're beginning to see. I realize there's people still outside of that barrier, but people are getting, no, I see this now. I couldn't see it before. Wow. Well, why? Because we're announcing, you know, wait a minute. This is this is not true. This is, you know, and but it's beginning to create an atmosphere that's powerful enough to literally override it and reminds me of that passage of scripture where gross darkness rises but the standard the glory of god so outshines it it rises above it so good we're in that age right now wow and i think we're being reconditioned i say we the body of christ has to get reconditioned to those things dying out and the kingdom of god rising up yeah and yeah so yeah. amen yeah amen. perception is everything that's so true. Yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah, it comes from our perspective. You know, I was, yeah. I was chatting with a um, uh, like a pretty big name kind of person within um, uh, within our within our sphere within our our this kingdom thing that we're running in, and and he was talking to me about like an article that that was going to be published with a uh, a pretty well known Christian magazine, um, and uh, and he gave it a title as as you know as authors do you title your article and you, you submit it, um, and then uh, the actual title that came out. And it was a very positive article. The actual title that came out, he didn't even recognize his own article because it was a completely different title. And it was really mm. quite scary. Like when you read the right. title, you're like, oh my gosh, what? Like what's going on? Right. And so he called the editor to find out, hey, what what, what happened here? Yeah. And uh, and what happened was they, they split tested it. And so they, they, they took the same article and gave it two different headlines. One was uh, the optimistic um, uh, original uh, title that the author had given to it and the second title was something that they came up with that was really quite negative and fear-based and it outperformed it two to one so of course since since the object of articles online on facebook is to get clicks and that's how you rate the success of of, of a piece of content is by the amount of clicks they went with the with the negative with the negative title, and uh, but I so agree with what you're talking mm -hmm. about as far as that, that has been kind of just the the way that things have run. Yeah, but I so agree that things are changing to the degree that yeah. we can get reconditioned to good news to the point where we recognize yeah. that good news is what resonates with the spirit of God yeah. with, with within us and what we're creating. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting too when I I. You know, we were talking about uh, one of the things in the book we were talking about previously about no going back, right? I remember when I started releasing that over a year ago, we're never going to go back again as a nation. I said, we'll never, ever go back. You could look at the faces like, what? Like, you know, no, we'll never go back to that ever again. Right, right. And then that the latest speech, Trump making that declaration, we'll never go back again. He said that, he said that in his speech. Yeah, in his state of the Union, the state of the Union speech. Words. Yeah, he was like, we will never go back again. I was like, there it is. But another thing he declared was I've been talking about uh, what I was just describing, North Korea. You will never be a socialistic, the, the head of that's being cut off. Uh, President Trump was at another rally uh, last month or whatever, and he and actually before that, and he's repeated this again and again. He's saying we will never be a socialistic country. He looks at all of these people that are socialists, whatever, and he's making a prophetic declaration. That's we right. will never that's be right. that. Now, what's interesting here? We have a president that's taken a stand and said, "I don't care what you're seeing, what you're hearing." 
I'm here to announce to you that we will never be that. We're not going back to what that used to be. That's right. Now, obviously, to those of us who are looking from a glorious perspective, meaning we're making preparations for glory, not darkness, because that's to two totally different things. So as we're leaning into this, I just see the dramatic change that is coming up on the earth. And what is that doing? It's creating, realigning how people think, how they see. And it's, it's just, you know, it's just part of the nature of what God is doing. I love that, that we're not, we're not going back. And that's, yeah. that's just so in the spirit. And I just so appreciate you getting that and, and putting it like, I think people watching this should declare that I will yeah. never yeah. go back. Right. 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 Like, yeah. like yeah. I, we are not going back. We're right. going forward from glory yeah. to glory. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that you talk about in your, in uh, 2020 and beyond, you talk about um, the body of Christ and a shift and another paradigm kind of shift mm. that we are going to go from being warriors of conflict. And again, it's this kind yeah. of thing where conflict in the body uh, uh, has been uh, one of these things that kind of gets us, that kind of arouses us, yeah. you know, but you, what you're seeing is that where there's going to be a shift from warriors of conflict to warriors of love and peace. Yeah. Yeah. That's the nature of it. So, so, you know, we've seen this for years, how we're constantly conflicted in our mind, like, oh, the enemy this, oh, the enemy that. And, and it's like we're just, uh, I made this statement last night. We are going from uh, praying, our, feeling like we got to pray our way through to actually living like we've broken through. Yeah, come on. Right? That's right. <laughs> and so it's a whole, it's, it's a whole different thing. Because it's like, no, Jesus disarmed powers and principalities of the air. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to start living like it. That's right. You know, That's not right. like I'm, you know, so this warring mentality, I'm telling you, it's made the church sick. I mean, I'm watching things. It doesn't even, I was just, I brought up socialism because I was hearing some key people that we both know that are out there like you need to pray because you know we we're still in danger of becoming a socialistic nation and all and yeah. i'm like are you kidding me no we're not it's not ever you know and it's almost like that's no man's land you can't say that right. you can't you know that's right you, that's right you don't you know it's like you don't understand you know these are the you know these are the times of of you know of whatever death you know i mean life right that's what it sounds like anyhow so yeah it's the override of a mentality that's constantly in war and so now we're, we're the exchange in this age is exchanging that warring mentality always about the enemy and this and that over this revelation or into this revelation we're warriors of peace we're, we're peacemakers. We're warriors of love. We're warriors of the rest of God. And so that's what that's our go. We're gonna we're gonna do what Jesus said. Come and rest in me. That's our goal. That's our aim. Not this other and all seek first the kingdom of God and all of the and his righteousness and all these other things will be added to you. That wasn't just about your cares on a financial level or whatever. Anything that is contrary to your purpose and destiny in God, all the things that are necessary to be added to you will come to you if we just seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which is rest, 
joy, peace, love, all those things. That's so good. Yeah, yeah so good. <laughs> it reminds me, so the Lord spoke to me recently about, um, and, I, and I just brought this word to our body, about Ezekiel 1, and to honor the faces and to honor the mm. functions, and then from that place of honor will come the fruit. So you have the, the, the lion, the ox, the eagle, and the man, and these mm. faces are shifting. And I think a lot yeah. of times what we do is we see the lion and we hit pause. And so we say that the that the that, that the complexity of, of God's of God's function and personality and everything majors on the lion. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so we go to our lion churches, we go to our lion conferences and, and, and there can be this place of just always living in a place of perpetual conflict. Yeah. And where and then in that place you're always trying to find uh the, the you know, the the, the enemy. Everybody's yeah. always the enemy, you're trying to find the enemy. But like it's interesting how the face changes. The yeah, lion yeah, to the yeah. ox to yeah. the eagle to the man. Yeah. You know, this place yeah. of like, you know, uh, uh courage in, 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 in this place of our work and this yeah. place of perseverance and then this place of of sea and soar yeah. and then this yeah. place of intimacy yeah. and, and humility right. and connectivity and that you know that, that that place and so i was just thinking about that place where like people that are listening to this perhaps their natural default has been conflict yeah and what resonates exactly. with them is always conflict but maybe you take god off off pause Right. And you realize that there's more to him than this place, but then other people may have been stuck in this place of of the man. Yeah. And maybe they maybe they need a little bit more courage and a little bit yeah. more confrontation within their own. So I think there's something really good about yeah. like the stuff that like is triggering to us to realize, wait, there's more to there's more to the Lord. And if your ministry's been on pause, yeah, like if you've been like if your ministry looks the same today as it looked like three years ago, like you might have God on pause, like. <laughs> but like what the revelation I got was that as we as we begin to like lean into the tension of this of the, of the faces and the functions of who God is within yeah. within His personhood, that from that would come forth a new creation, yeah, yeah, because yeah. from that came the wheel within the wheel, <clears throat> right, with eyes right, powered yeah, by the angelic, good. and it refers to the wheel within the wheel as the, the workmanship or yeah. as the construction of God. Yeah. And I thought that was so yeah. interesting. Yeah. And is it about the function of the wheel or yeah. is it about the right. aesthetic nature and the beauty of the wheel? Like, you know, now I, I have no idea what that whole text really, truly, truly right. means, but I was like, there's a lot, there's a lot here. And I think that this is 2020 is a year to, to get a new thought on yeah. who God is so we can get a new thought on who yeah. we are. Yeah. You know, when I wrote that book shortly after I got connected to, uh, uh chris blackaby oh yeah and you know he's got some great stuff yeah and in the book i'd written about the the age of peace and rest being the hundredfold <clears throat> and wow. i was listening to a thing that chris had done about the 30 the 60 the hundredfold mm. and he was liking the 30 fold to people coming into a salvation experience and entering into the kingdom and like oh that's great it's wonderful 60 fold operating in the gifts of the spirit you know moving in that realm and saying yes that's amazing <laughs> and hundredfold entering into the peace and rest of god which is more about what he has done already done rather than what Good. we are doing Good. right and so we're our aim is the hundredfold because what we discover what we will discover is as we move into this peace and rest all of these works of the enemy that seem bigger in life will begin to come under our feet because we will rise up into a resurrected mindset we will realize, wait a minute, I am in Christ. I was sharing with the class like lot. last it's... night. This is an I am generation right now. That's right. When we come into this, which means that when Moses, God sent Moses out, tell them, I am sent you. 
right? But when we were came into this relationship with Jesus, and there was a shift that took place. So in that moment, he, he came as the light, but prior to his departure, he says, now you're the light. So I can say, I am the light. And the reason being, I am in Christ. He is in me. We are in the Father. So I am revelation on the earth. I am the gates of heaven on the that's earth. Right, that's right. I am the voice of the Father on the earth and in heaven, right? I am. And that's we're awesome. coming into the revelation. No, wait a minute. I am in him. And yeah, it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Mike, one of the things I love about you is that like, I think that so many times we take on a passive role within our own sonship where yes. it's almost like... Daddy will do it, and if, and if, exactly. and if Daddy doesn't do it, <laughs> right, I'll just wait toast. until Daddy does <laughs> exactly. it. Until, you know, yeah, like, yeah. And so, like, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, but that's okay. It's Daddy's world, and he'll take care of it. You know. <laughs> right. But I always love that you're always like you're always bringing it back to know that sonship is is this place of of partnership with the Lord, and that we can't just wait. Like that, the Lord has authorized us, and that's what I love about the co-creating mm-hmm. message, yeah. like that, like that you've been giving. But that's not coming from this place of like like that we are employees of God, that we are truly right. sons of God, and that this isn't yeah. like a duty thing. This is yeah. like what a wonderful opportunity we have as sons yeah. Yeah. to really kind of go to kind of go after this. Yeah, yeah. You know? Last night I was making a declaration again, remind them when I came here and sleeping last night or the night before I woke up, right? And I heard storm stoppers. Oh wow! And, and I go, hey, I go, I realized something, uh, you know, just another layer is. We're coming out of this mindset to where we're just enduring the storm to actually stopping it. Oh, that's good. And so whether it be hurricanes, natural realms, hurricanes, volcanoes, whatever, we're going to start stopping all of these things that are very disastrous or whatever. But we're moving into governmental realm, other governmental realms and politics or whatever. So we're not just like, oh, you know, we just hope like you were describing, like, you know, help us, you know. No, we're putting a stop to this. And again, I can't help it. I know people get mad when they do this. But as as the package, they might not like the package, but that's what Trump is doing right he's like no we're putting a stop to this yeah. we're not doing this yeah that's right we're not doing this this way anymore you know i'm like hello people like here we are that's yeah. that's you know, <laughs> he really does operate like a son like he's like we're gonna stop global warming we're like oh wow you know we're gonna make the coral reefs come back oh wow you know he's like we're gonna do yeah. two-year high school instead of four-year high school oh wow like yeah like, we can do this like like trump is such a kind of like everything that sucks in the world we're gonna make it right you know right. and like and like people are just like and that's yeah. how he won the election he's like we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and everyone's like yeah please but then look look like day one like he's yeah, calling yeah. in all the executive like like yeah. the guy really goes after yeah, it. Yeah. And so we can learn a lot about sonship yeah. i i, I yeah. agree from yeah. from look, watching president trump yeah. and that like just find all the lamest stuff like and this people it's just this, this whole this whole mindset of like it's the way it's always been that's just the way it has to be like nobody really like and how many times have we had this kinds of conversations where like you know like or if somebody comes into the church like why do you do that i don't know nobody really likes it but that's the way that it is you yeah, know what yeah, i'm saying right, yeah and i yeah. think that finally that there is that yeah. place 
where where, yeah. where there is a sense of awakening yeah of like no we like we have authority yeah yeah we can stop the storm right we live under this you know one of the things i really appreciated i talk about kim clement in my book but one of the things i really appreciated when i first encountered him back in the 80s was that you know when i heard him say you need to kick the devil's butt you know i was like did he just say that he said he didn't say but yeah right (laughs) you know like he was an edgy guy oh my gosh you know it was just i was like yeah you know like before it was like oh you better not do that or he'll come after you you know and all this stuff right don't kick the behind oh yeah so he was just like you know no but he was, you know, declaring, no, we're, we're men and we're sons of God. You know, just anyhow, I was like, yeah. So that was a game changer for me. It changed my perception. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not cowarding down to this and like doing this stuff or whatever. So I so much appreciated how that impacted me wow. and gave me a triumphant perspective of my position, of my relationship with God and realizing, okay, this is what I'm going to grow up into. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And Kim prophesied about uh, a lot of the stuff that's happening right now. Yes. He said he prophesied yes. uh, that President Trump would be elected. Yes. And he also prophesied that there would be an attempt for impeachment. Right. Um, and then he also prophesied a second a second term. Um, and then something about a humbling of like a, of a party and then like the shifting of like, do you know much about that word or? Well, I know. I'm just repeating yeah, back. I know some. And I, I think that's great that you brought that up, too, because. Sometimes there's prophetic things that get released as if they're the origin of it. And it was really released even during the time of Kim, right? So you know how it is. Anything that we say or we speak, it gets released into the atmosphere. And it begins to do this kingdom work. It doesn't die just because someone leaves. It's like when it says that when when God spoke the word, the word keeps moving on, right? I believe it just that, keeps yeah. it, it yeah. keeps yeah. Uh, accelerating and getting stronger and powerful, and so I believe that about the prophetic realm. We release mm-hmm. this word, that word that's in line with the intentions of God. You watch it unfold and develop. So, yeah, I I I I believe that that a lot that he was here for this reason to release these things, create an alignment concerning that, which was totally within the purposes of God, right? And uh, and open that gateway in a, in a very, very powerful way. Yeah. But you said something. What was it? You were... Uh, the you were, humbling of a political party oh, and then yeah, like basically yeah. kind of like a new political... Yeah. So it's like, like it really is, this word epoch keeps coming out, that, that there's su- there's something that happens in yeah. the natural of such consequence yeah. that it redefines the way that we tell time from that point forward. Yeah, yeah. And so we're kind of talking about that kind of thing taking place politically yeah that we're coming to a place where there's me such a dramatic yeah. moment politically yeah. that it changes the way that we view politics from everything i think i touched a little bit of that on the book the the not just the democratic but the republican the parties as we have known them will never be the same again wow, wow. and i remember back in 2011 i might have spoke of that in the book but that the dividing wall between church and state would come down but the division of government 
would come down. This is like unheard of, right? Oh, you have the Democratic, you have the Republican. They're always divisive. They always have been. They always will be, whatever. No, we're coming to another age where all of those things are coming down. Because even when Trump came into office, he wasn't well-received by the Republican Party, right? That's true, that's true. So he was causing havoc in that entire situation. And it wasn't until momentum gained that they were like, okay, well, this guy's got something going on, or you know, this is unique. That literally caused the shift. So yeah, I believe when time will come, it won't be labeled as Democrat or Republican that there is a, a a government that is rising up which at best is just a prelude to the kingdom of God's government rising in the earth. Wow. Because it's not this. This is like the law was a tutor to faith. Right. Totally, right. Totally, totally. So this is just something to keep things at bay and to keep it, you know, intact until we grow up. Until we come up into sunship. In fact, I just wrote a thing. Mm-hmm. I, again, yeah. I woke up here. I love waking up here. <laughs> and and I wrote down as if I was writing President Trump a letter, and it was about forgiveness. And I put at the top, you know, the forgiveness of Donald Trump. So what happened was the Lord said he's going to seek vengeance. Pray that he won't. Pray that he will forgive and that he will stay focused on purpose and destiny because vengeance is mine says the lord i will work on his behalf but don't pray that that won't be a focus right because he and immediately it was yesterday sometime or whatever he was talking about vengeance you know and doing this whole thing right so that just shows that there's some things that need to be worked out but I believe that to the degree that we can move into the arena of forgiveness, That's it good. will disarm all of the intensity of this deception, this attack. It will it will expose it even bigger. Yeah, it's really and good. And just, you know. Yeah, um, I'm reminded of when he got elected. And he said, if I get elected president, I'm going to be exposing and throwing everything at Hillary Clinton for the whole email scandal (laughs) and so there was this thought that if he becomes president he's going to be going after her right Um, right but then he got elected and he didn't yes you know he just kind of let he kind of let that whole thing go and so yeah i was hearing yesterday about all kinds of repercussions for uh, pelosi for ripping the speech and all and all that right but no i think that that's a that's such a great word it's also really a cautionary word yeah um, yeah to the body of christ yeah that we don't entangle with that political spirit i think we provoke it because I'm, I was hearing so many Christians, yeah, you know, yeah, stick, you know, and just, I'm like, are you kidding Sorry. Me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, get vengeance. Yeah, we're going to tear your house down. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and it's times. not that we ignore the stuff that's wrong, or obviously we bring correction. We do that, right? But I'm just like, are you, don't give them a sword because they'll, they'll kill them right now. Now, you know totally totally and we know that it's really all about restoration right these are hearts and minds that are influenced by by you know demonic things dark things in their life probably a lot of them their childhood whatever the case and they need healing and only the glory of god the love of god i i made this note the other day about or said something about we read the passage of scripture it says the love of god covers a multitude of sins right and i said that's not a major cover-up Mm, it is the idea that the love of god is that powerful it's that 
wonderful enough to actually heal it, to cover it over with the goodness of God. It's not like, oh, I'm trying to hide it, right? That's right. That's so right. people look at the love of God covering these things like, you know, just trying to, you know, hide it, you know, from everybody. And it's not. It's a restoration. It's a healing. And I just believe that as a nation, we're, we're not becoming more divisive, even though it looks explosive, we're actually on the road of entering into less. Well, I'm so glad that you say that because um, you're right. It is all about restoration. That when you read the Bible, that's the storyline of the Bible. It's this incredible love in, in, to lean into and that the God, that God would write himself into humanity's brokenness and rebellion yep. and in his grace, bring us to this place of incredible restoration yeah. and the restoration of all things. Like, and oftentimes I think that because we begin to partner with these different political spirits and religious spirits, that we think that exposure or that justice is is the end of is the end and that there can be this place of celebrating an exposure or in yep. or, or in calling exposure justice but biblical hebrew justice is unto restoration right. and reconciliation <laughs> exactly. it's yeah, unto yeah. shalom yeah yeah and so i think that we, i think that what you just said it's all about restoration i think that we need to look at sometimes some of our motives f uh, for different things and say hey like this needs to be done, but is it being done unto? Yeah. And ultimately, sometimes yeah. there's this place where only God can really do the restoring. You know. Yeah. But yeah. we need to be a part of that narrative yeah. and not creating this place where yeah. where it's just about exposure and yeah. in this place of justice yeah. without the the capability of really desiring God's restoration yeah. and shalom yeah. at the end of the story. I've always been a firm believer that you can be a son or daughter of God and not necessarily have the revelation of sonship. Yes, so right. the Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So in the beginning, God saw us as sons, That's right? right. That's but right. we didn't have the revelation of sonship. That's right. So when Jesus came into the earth, he brought the revelation to us. Father, you son, so all of good. this stuff, That's right? So, good. so there's people out there that they, they haven't gotten the memo yet. That's right. They haven't gotten the revelation, right? So. To me, when I'm hearing you speak about restoration, that's restoring people into the revelation of sonship. God loves you. He loves you as a son. Not when you started acting like one, but he loved you before this time, before the foundations of, of the world. And so I think what we're looking at, to the degree that we can love, to the degree that we can be glorious about God's intent is a degree that all of this stuff that's attached to people, all of these things that are tormenting them can be taken off, can be broken off to where they like, wow, he loves me. So whatever it is, whatever spiritual things going on, whatever demonic thing that has messed with their heart, that has caused them to make one decision after another that's contrary to God, we believe that a time will come because it's not the restoration of some things, it's the restoration of all things. That's right, that's right. And we believe all of this will be, I think when we say the great awakening, we are really indicating not only will we become more aware, but the people who haven't awakened right. to the love of God will open their eyes, they will see. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking about, there's a text out of John 8, 44 and 45, where Jesus uh, rebukes like the Pharisees and the religious crowd, 
and that's where he says your father is the devil and the lust of, of your father you you know you yes. do and i've yeah. heard that text used before as yeah. saying that like if you're not if you're not repentant that you're not a son you're your father, your father is the devil, you know. Right. And, but what's so interesting is in that text, um, he's not saying that to the sinners. You know, right. He's saying that to the relig- to, to those who think that they are righteous because they are <laughs> right. because they are so repentant. It, exactly. You know, and um, and one of the, I think that sonship is such a beautiful standard. Yeah. Like when you find out you're not an orphan, you're actually a son. Yes. And that on the cross that Jesus brought you into into the family. Like oh my! Like what? Are, like when you find out that you're radically loved, despite you, yeah, that just yeah. raises this incredible standard. That why would you want to violate that love? Yes, you right. Know? And yeah. um, and that's yeah. kind of a newer thought, but I think it's this whole thing. You know, at SRC here, our our whole thing right now, our language is awakening people to their identity and destiny in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And really, what we're talking about is this is kind of a new paradigm for us, a yeah. new kind of. Uh, language for us yeah but it's essentially it's waking it's awakening people into their sonship yeah yeah you know and yeah. so they can be re- they, they can be received and celebrated yes. even in their in their darkened state even whatever their, the case pig- is that's right poop. yeah yeah <laughs> well and the powerful thing about that and i know you lean into this arena is that once they we come into the revelation of sonship you know who we are in god who he is in us once we embrace that grow up into that then we can come into this family revelation amen right amen and that's the that's in fact now that i'm saying this bob jones was saying that the 2040 era would be the revelation of the family of god right so all of these things are building up to that moment where we come into i was sharing last night about the cloud of witnesses i go this isn't i should have been there last night (laughs) i was like this isn't a picture of a cloud of witnesses like they're over us celebrating us which that's good i said i said it says we're surrounded i said so i'm a part of the cloud of witnesses now i like that i don't have to wait to die another death to be a part of that i said i'm surrounded by a cloud of witnesses and which means (laughs) versus like the picture a lot of you laughing like you know five billion people playing harps over top of you Right. Yeah. Versus yeah. You're amongst the, right. the cloud. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually in and part of that cloud. And so we testify with them the goodness, the glory of God, the Amazing. name, the life of God, right? And I think the more we acclimate ourselves as being already a part of the cloud of glory, the cloud of witnesses, it's a game changer. Amazing. Everything Amazing. then under that meaning under that revelation you know maybe don't know it's being impacted i was sharing again i said we think we're gonna have we settled for two or three you know where two or three are gathered in my name there i'm in the midst right yeah. where they agree and i said this isn't about two or three agreeing i go that's like the base like it's like saying even if there were only two or three i'd still do something amazing right you can still accomplish something sure, sure. i said but we have billions of people that are in agreement with this in heaven. They're cheering. They're like, yeah, we're with you. We don't need any more agreement than we have right now. When you begin to see that, it creates, you can co-create 
with God at a level that we've never created before. Wow. So I'm wow. no longer wow. looking at things like, oh, well, I just hope there's enough to agree here and get what I believe in the power of agreement. I believe it has to hit people in this realm, but we're over the top of agreement. We Amen. have enough. Amen. And Amen. we just need I to like move with it. <laughs> Can I just get somebody to agree with me? Can I just get somebody? <laughs> If I could just get somebody here to agree. Somebody. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love that. That is so powerful. Yeah. So, yeah. You write about... Um, uh, so, so, actually, so you got this revelation of Trump being acquitted long before this right. week like this right. just happened this week but this book has been out for a little while now yeah you yeah. actually started writing at the end of 2018 wow yeah yeah okay and you write about his 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 acquittal yeah and um and but then you and you talk about that he's going to win a second right. term yeah and then at that at that point would you be willing to just to kind of share about um, what you see at because I, I found that fascinating as far yeah. as like the next kind of press president and what what you're kind of seeing there. Yeah, so some of the things that that I was really leaning into and felt like what the Lord was showing me was as this transitions deeper now into this next stage, even beyond this his next elective period. I I speak about it will be a landslide that would be no competition. Wow. Now it's interesting that I prophetically spoke that when he went to Indiana before he was elected, and uh, Tamara and I were driving down the road, and the Lord, I just heard him say, "This is going to be no contest." And so after the election, that's they were announcing no contest. They thought it was neck to neck. Right, and I and I did this whole thing for about two months. I go, listen, don't give in to illusions, don't right, give in to right, the illusion right. of that. defeat. Right, I and that. I was relating it to their personal life. Look, you're not going down. Don't give in to the illusion of that. defeat. That's powerful. And breaking that up and getting them into this realm. Right, and then the Lord tells me again, this is another no contest, but it will be unlike any other election that we have ever witnessed before, and it's because of a barrier that we're breaking through. So I actually dive into some things that I believe will unfold in this coming year and beyond. And a debt, like we've been looking at trillions of dollars of debt. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that I speak in there is that by the end of his term or close to it, will be almost debt free. I saw that. I, now, I thought that was amazing. Now I realize people are like, what? That's crazy. But I felt like what God was showing me is oftentimes when we determine the future, we determine what we see in the moment and what is available to us in the moment. But there's an economical shift that's coming into the earth. There's a wealth that we've never experienced before. There are technologies, there are discoveries, there are breakthroughs that are going to shift the wealth let alone the things that we are going to access in the Spirit of God that is going to literally change our economical status. So we have to be able to make decisions, act in government according to the, what, is, what is appearing, what is coming. We call upon things that are not as though they are, right? That's right. And so there's an entire shift happening in the sense of how the government works our economics all of these things that have been sickness and disease the things what 
solutions. It's the age of solutions. In fact, I think Sean said something about this, that we're coming into a, a revolution of solutions. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. And so it means we have, we have, we have the answer. Right, so we're not like walking up to the to the plate and going, well, I just don't know. Right. I don't know what we're we're the Josephs yeah. that not only interpret the dream but give the solution for what needs to take place in order to make preparation. So <clears throat> that book is things that I daringly just step. Say, yeah. I just go beyond because I'm like, no. And the reason I did that is because when the Lord gave me a revelation about being a scribe, being a creator, he's like, Michael, when you're writing anything you do, it's all about creating. And so I thought, really I want to create this, right? I want to create this, be part of that. Yeah, I know really other people are, are doing it too, but I want to be part of this cohesive, you know, co-creative realm that God is, you know, wanting to bring in. So I just go off the charts. And I remember Israel, there was this whole thing, and I did a thing about Israel, like, don't give in to the illusion. They're never going back again. Wow. Right? right? And I did this little post on Facebook, never going back again. Get you the prophetic words. And all of a sudden, uh, Netanyahu, uh, you know, he like, oh, we won. It was great. It was wonderful. I talk about the book. And then it was like later on, he didn't have enough. Uh, you know, he couldn't get his, his government together or whatever. And they were like, oh, well, this looks like a chain. I go, no, it's not. Don't give in to it. Wow. It'll wow. shift. Well, here a couple, a few months ago, all of a sudden it shifted. Like he went into a 70% persuasion. <laughs> it was like it just came out of nowhere. But every time I'm seeing this, I am more confident in God in the sense like, wow, thank you for the opportunity to create with you. Wow. You know, yes. no longer just I love that. speak about dark intent and all this stuff, but to override it and, yeah. Yeah, no, it's so good. It's so good, Michael. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I saw this. Uh, Trump retweeted. It was made by somebody else, but he retweeted kind of this this meme, this this video graphic. It was like you know, uh, Trump twenty sixteen. You know, and then it was like Trump twenty twenty, and then it was like Trump twenty twenty four, and it was like Trump twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, did you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yeah. What? What? Like, what's going on here? You yeah. know. And then I was, and then I was, I was wondering like. Is that even possible? Like, like I right. know that we're restricted to two terms. Yeah, you know. But I was like, yeah. at, at what point? Yeah. So I think it's a game changer. What that does is all of a sudden someone's entertaining something they didn't entertain before. So to me, that's a gate. Like, in other words, I, Interesting. you know, can I encourage you to see beyond? Maybe not like him being twenty twenty four type thing, but the spirit of it. Wow. Like, let's, this isn't right. going to end right. in, you know, 2024, right. but it goes, this is going to go on and on and on. And of course, I believe after his, uh, his time is served, a woman will rise because I believe it will reflect a healing. So imagine going through all of this climatic stuff, intensity, all this stuff, all this everything. masculine yeah, trauma. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Here goes mom. <laughs> yeah, because that's part of the nature of God, right? And yeah, wow. so yeah, Mama. <laughs> America needs a mom. <laughs> oh my gosh! Juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. 
And then one of my favorite things to talk to you about is in regards to the body and the revelation that you've had over the years of no of no decay. Yeah, yeah. But also looking at what's happening right now at the unprecedented trajectory of these discoveries and breakthroughs <laughs> that are taking right. place in the health arenas. And it's almost like the entire it's like, you know, I was talking about with my dentist. He's like, everything that we were taught in medical school in regards to dentistry basically is wrong. And we are having to relearn everything that we were taught. And it's and it and it seems like that's happening everywhere. Well, like even with the magic pill yeah. Netflix right. on Netflix, uh, they talk about that everything that we were taught about health and nutrition is wrong. Yes. And here's where it came from. Yeah. But well, like we have to the whole food pyramid. Yeah. It's wrong. You yeah. know, like and we have to relearn everything that we've been taught yeah. because of the breakthroughs that have been happening. Yeah. Not in the last hundred years or fifty years. We're talking about the breakthroughs <laughs> that have been happening in like the last three years. Yeah. And and I and I I, lo- I love this. I, I just got anyway, I love this. Michael, what are you seeing in the area of the realm of the body and life longevity and this place yeah. of integra- integrating um, the spirit, the soul, and the body, and just in the tra- the trajectory of humanity, as far as being around yeah. a, a while longer than we have been. <clears throat> I think it points to the revelation of the light of God filling the earth. So we're going into everything about heaven is the light of God, the love of God, the glory of God. Mm. So we're going into the light age, and because we're going into that light age, it's a game changer. Everything changes. The things that were seem impossible to overcome, sicknesses and diseases, resets in people, whatever the case, light. Our ability to construct and build light. Everything is going into light technology, light revelation. You know, it talks about, uh, Paul talks about <clears throat> uh, the, uh, what's that word in, in uh in Corinthians, where the light, uh, the the light of God, uh, oh man, uh, anyhow, the twinkling of an eye or something like oh, that yeah, will be yeah. changed. Yeah, yeah, That's all light yeah. related, and so I believe that it, it, it what that is, it's pointing to the twinkling of an eye, the light of the eye, that literally we will be transformed we will be changed so it's all referring to the light of god the glory of god so right now the entire earth is being impacted by the downloads of heaven the light built i mean imagine foundations i saw this years ago released a thing where i saw high story buildings they weren't on concrete but they were on light and the light was solid and Years later, this was like four years ago, they said, oh, we can solidify light now. I was just my brother, you know, it's kind of techie. Mm-hmm. So he was showing, you're probably, I can't remember what it's called, but I'm sure you're aware of this. So they have this image in this box, and the light projects out of this box into this molten material, and the image that is in that box, that's what the molten material is made of. Oh, my goodness. So the light actually projects this image that is in this box in this molten material you can watch it on a video and it forms up into that image i looked at my brother and i said that's how we were created wow we were created (laughs) out of the out of the likeness of god the light shined upon us right and he literally created us out of nothing and formed that i said but that's our ability too i can project the light of God, the formation, the things that are in me, whatever that is, I can project that into any given situation and it will begin to rise up. But that is a technology now. 
see they're developing that so and it's amazing and yeah so i'm like that is off the charts and so i'm still wheeling around with that realizing the potential of that it's huge but the you know the what it represents in the spirit is even bigger in the sense of yeah yeah light and it's so funny you bring that like the lord was speaking to me about light th this morning but there, there's so much to do with light right now in the area of, of health um i'm thinking about like uh so i have uh i have a hat that i'll wear and it had and it's got infrared light oh i saw those and it stimulates the mi mychochondria in my cell in I've my cells it. yeah yeah so that any sort of genetic cells that are that are pre-coded to die at a certain age that would cause baldness they get stimulated and aroused by the light and they begin to function as young cells again and the light begins to create new cells and mm. stem cells to be released into into my scalp like that's fascinating yeah but then costco's yeah, yeah. got a gun now yeah that will do a flash of light that will kill off the cells that grow that grow hair right so that you yes. won't grow hair so if, if guys are listening, they've got crazy back hair, you can do a, a, a no pain. It's just a flash of light, no hair. Another kind of light, grow hair. Isn't that? It, that it, is. That, it's just, yeah. it's, it's absolutely. <laughs> it, like, is, <laughs> it is. That is wild. Yeah, yeah. But the light age, that's where we're at. That means more revelation because you can't enter into a light age without revelation more revelation insight understanding wisdom maturity truth we grow yeah. up into the yeah, love so of god good. which is all god is light yeah so and good so we're just increasing in that and as a result the works of darkness are are being removed just bit by bit again the works of it is being removed more and more and more so that's uh, so amazing yeah. michael that's awesome <laughs> that is so awesome <laughs> always i always love hanging out with you and it's, just, it's, it's great hey, be, hey before we wrap it up like is there anything that you'd kind of like because i've just been asking you, i've just been like like just throwing questions at you like fastballs but before we wrap it up, is there anything that that you're kind of holding in your heart that you that you'd like to just kind of declare, just kind of get out there, something that, that that's really just kind of spinning around right now? You know, uh, I think we pretty well just I mean, we covered it. so much. Like yeah. when I was looking at I was looking at the clock at what we had covered just in the first thirty four yeah. minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and here yeah. we are now. Yeah. Um, at an hour and seven minutes yeah okay yeah dude yeah. this thing is is dense this is like <laughs> this ain't no milk bro this is like this is straight up steak listen yeah. everyone watching it's beyond 2020 the link is in the show notes you got if, if you care about yourself yeah. the present and the future and you want some explanation for some yeah. of the stuff in the past you gotta you gotta check it out because this is this is awesome Michael. and it's also available kindle and audio Oh, good. Oh, so yeah. you did. You did the audiobook. Yeah, yeah. Did you do it yourself? I did it myself. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. great. I actually have a good reading voice. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hi. Michael, yeah, yeah. I'm Michael Danforth. <laughs> oh, Sit but back. that reminds me. They might hold off on the audio because uh, the chapter thing. Like it's just a straight through. It didn't get broke up. Oh, right? just one big track. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's perfect. You get it done. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, right, don't, yeah. just hit well, play. I mean, you know you're going from chapter to chapter, but it doesn't actually have the break. So if you go back, you yeah. know that you don't have. You can find. So maybe it. hold off on the audio unless you yeah, just want to yeah, have a few more days. Yeah, like you sit down on the couch. Yeah, start it at four a.m. <laughs> yeah, 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 finish it at four yeah, p.m. But yeah, but it's, awesome. it's all kindled and everything. So, Michael, yeah. we love you and Tamara. Always yeah, love having you. Yeah, I always think it's so strategic having you come in at the beginning 
of the year. Thank I you. think that's great. Thank and you. Yeah. God bless you guys. Thank you. And, and hey, cheers to 2020 and beyond. Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Podcasts are definitely trending right now. There are so many brand new podcasts that are hitting the market, and I think that iTunes is kind of overwhelmed. And one of the ways that iTunes aggregates what's hip and relevant from the rest of the noise that's hitting the web is through ratings and reviews. A bunch of you have already taken the time to leave a rating and a review of this podcast. I just wanted to say thanks. You guys are incredible, and you're so supportive, and I love you. And if you haven't had a chance to take Take that minute or two to leave a review. If you do that, that'd be incredible. And I've created a shortcut to get you there. It's thedarrenshow.com. That's thedarrenshow.com. You can give it one star, and that means that you think it's kind of lame. Or you can give it five stars, and that means that you think this thing be dope, be tight, be off the chain. So if you would take the minute or two to leave a review, that would be mighty fine of you. Again, it's thedarrenshow.com. Thanks, guys.